I, I didn't look for anything fancy. I just needed a home, something that was safe. Um, plus, my children are, are in a rural school district, which made it even harder for me. And at the same time, um, living literally with what would be considered poverty wages. Um, and it took me two years. You just heard the voice of Stacy Burkhart, a self-employed Pulaski renter who struggled to find an apartment in Green Bay that she could afford for her and her three children. We want to welcome you to Voices from the Valley, a podcast of the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region. I'm Amy Spreeman. And I'm Carolyn DeRosier. Stacy was recently featured in the Green Bay Press-Gazette's new news lab series titled Unaffordable, a series of reports on the affordable housing crisis in Northeast Wisconsin. If you'd like to read more about Stacy's story on her struggles finding affordable housing in Green Bay, we've put a link in our notes for this episode on our website. Amy, we wanted to find out if the renting landscape in the Fox Valley is different than what our neighbors to the north are experiencing. That's right, Carolyn, and it turns out there are some differences. We're focusing today's episode on renting in the Fox Valley in Appleton and its surrounding communities, including more rural areas. There is a shortage of more than 119 rental housing units in Wisconsin. That's according to the data from the National Low-Income Housing Coalition. It says that a typical Wisconsin household needs to make a combined annual income of almost $36,000 to afford a two-bedroom rental home at HUD's fair market rent. What is HUD? Well, it's short for the Wisconsin Department of Housing and Urban Development, and it supports local housing authorities who provide subsidies in the form of rental housing or rental assistance to families with annual incomes much below the median, the elderly, as well as the disabled. If you need assistance, local housing authorities are the first place you should check out to learn about programs that provide assistance, how to apply, and how long the wait lists are. As we record this podcast, there are 25 families with active Section 8 housing choice vouchers looking for rental properties in the city of Appleton and surrounding area. That's right. Those families are no longer on the wait list, but there are over 750 families waiting for the voucher program and several hundred more on the wait lists for all other programs. In just a few moments, we're going to hear from the Appleton Housing Authority about some of the programs helping out renters, veterans, and landlords, too. In fact, we met up with a landlord couple who have worked with the Housing Authority in Appleton for more than 20 years. Their names are Vernie and Leroy Thiel. They are 85 years old, and it's because they are helping to provide less expensive housing for families needing assistance that they say they're staying in their landlord jobs for as long as they can. Yes, they are delightful. I had a chance to talk with them last week, and they told me that giving back in this way brings them joy. Here's Vernie. My name is Vernie Thiel. Uh, my husband's name is Leroy Thiel. We are actually enjoying the people that are renting from us. How long have you been landlords in the Fox Valley? About 40 years. That's a long time. How many tenants do you have? We have at least 50, 55 people altogether. Some are single. Some, uh, you know, are, are just couples. Some have, you know, children. So kind of a mixture of all uh, types of people. But not all of them are uh, with the housing authority. Is that right? Some of them no. are, some of them aren't. Tell, tell me yeah, about that. Yeah. 
Well, we started that quite, oh, I don't even know how many years ago. We were hesitant on starting that when we, you know, way back when. But um, we have right now seven people that are in our housing authority. And um, we have had no problem with them. We are just glad to help them because, uh, you know, if they would be on their own, who knows where they would be or how they could uh, manage. So we have no problem with them. And we just appreciate the housing authority and Section 8 and all that that people provide for us. Everything is there on time, and we've never had any problem with that, and we're just so fortunate that uh, we do have that. Uh, What would you advise to other people who maybe have some rental units about working with the housing authority? What would you tell them? I would, you know, just tell them it's just maybe a little bit more work, but not that much. Uh, We feel like we're just helping these people because, you know, who knows where they would be otherwise if there would be no help for them. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. I'm Rag Whitevin, a local attorney with McCarty Law and a board member for the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region. The Community Foundation is about connecting the needs of the community with solutions, as evidenced by the Nelson Family Crossing, a walkway linking Kakana and Little Shoe. I've also seen Community Foundation staff connect my clients to certain causes or charities. I'd like to connect you with the Community Foundation's helpful and passionate staff. Please call 920-830-1290 or go to cffoxvalley.org. I started renting with Appleton Housing Authority about three years ago. I remember I had just left uh, a domestic violence situation with my husband. And so I was trying to find my bearings and kind of my place in the world. And my mother had suggested applying for the housing authority. And in my head, I'm like, there's no chance. Those wait lists are, you know, there's thousands of people on there. There's very slim chance that I will find anything. But I put my application in there anyways. And within a couple of weeks I had been bumped up to number four on the wait list. And then a couple months later, I was offered a duplex that was big enough for my kids and I. And that was my first real home that I had had in a very long time. You just heard from Sarah Height, an Appleton renter who has been a public housing tenant of Appleton Housing Authority. She is a single mother of three children, works, and goes to school at Northeast Wisconsin Technical College. She was recently nominated for the National Dream Scholars Program. We wanted to learn more about her experience as a renter and how she plans to someday support other people in her shoes. Let's hear more from Sarah. I work 4 a.m. to 4 p.m. on weekends, and I work in the COVID clinic at St. Elizabeth Hospital. So when I graduate from NWTC, I want to go on and finish my science degree with a minor in education so I can go on to become a high school science teacher. I'm very much a part of Appleton. I've got three children. My oldest is nine, and then I've got an eight and six-year-old. I think if I hadn't have taken my mom's advice and applied, I would have found myself just working to hit the the income needed to rent just a simple two-bedroom apartment. And that would have been our reality is school would have been a possibility. And so many of the things I've been able to do with my life wouldn't be possible just due to needing to work to get that income to pay for an apartment that would be too small for us. 
Um, at one point, my husband and I had been evicted from an apartment, and I was worried that that eviction on my record was going to be a negative flag on my end. And they're very optimistic about second chances and giving people that chance to redeem and re, you know, just get their feet back on the ground and make their lives put back together. The experience of renting through the housing authority with my kids has been good for them, just having a sense of home and a, like a rock to return to. Their lives have been, as you can imagine, in a constant state of change. And so I love that they know where home is and they know where their bedrooms are and they know where their things are and that has not changed. the Wisconsin Housing Authority is made up of several local city and county branches that cover most of our state's population. In fact, Wisconsin has lots of programs that cover both voucher programs for housing and public housing if they're available. In Appleton, the Housing Authority's programs are making an impact in our communities. We wanted to know, what is the Section 8 voucher program? How is the Housing Authority helping veterans? And how is this organization inspiring and supporting participants to become financially independent? Yeah, we met up with Kim Esselman, the Housing Choice Voucher Program Manager, and here's what she had to say. Well, Kim Esselman, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And I I just want to say, you know, it's a pleasure that we've had the opportunity to have these conversations. I think that they're important conversations. And so I'm excited to walk you through some of these questions that you might have for us. Excellent. Well, for our listeners who may not know, can you explain to our listeners what the Housing Authority is and how long you've been in the community and whom you serve? Absolutely. The Appleton Housing Authority is really excited to celebrate our 55 years this July as being part of the community. And we are the largest provider of affordable housing in our area, in the Fox Cities. So Kim, who might need to call on the Housing Authority? You know, we we work with and we serve mostly moderate to low-income individuals, families, elderly, disabled. We work with um, veterans, Uh, We work with a wide variety of populations within our area that are all low to moderate income, families that are in need and search of affordable housing. So so what our program does is we really bridge the gap between what these folks, their, their current income is and what the actual rental market is. And we subsidize that rent making it affordable through various programs that we have and we and we provide at the Appleton Housing Authority. Now when I look at your website and uh, you service quite a few counties, even some cities, uh, what about coverage in the Fox Valley? Our coverage in the Fox Valley, of course, is the city of Appleton, but we also our executive director wanted to quite a few years back expand housing opportunities since the Outagamie County Housing Authority did not provide um, some of the programs that we do provide. And so um, in collaboration with, with, you know, permission from that county housing authority, we were able to spread our Section 8 voucher program countywide, as well as our home ownership program. Uh, We have some clients that are within the city of Appleton, as well as Calumet County. So it really is a large service area, giving people a lot of opportunity, especially for those who, who do want to live on the outskirts or more in a rural community. And and I think I've heard that uh, you have said that uh, you serve 
hundreds of people every month. Is that uh, what are the statistics that you have? We serve over, you know, over our various programs that we provide, you know, upward to, you know, over 900 families each month um, having an affordable place to live. Our Section 8 voucher program, you know, subsidizes about 600 families, and that includes 55 veterans and veteran families within that 600. And then within our public housing and our senior buildings, you know, close to 300 families within those programs as well. So at any given month, around 900 families within our service area are receiving, you know, having affordable, decent, safe place to live. Let's talk about renters for a little bit. How does a renter qualify to uh, work with the housing authority? You know, first step for any of our programs is to, you know, go to our website or or visit our offices and complete an application. Um, unfortunately, n- none of our programs, you know, have immediate assistance, but, you know, our waiting lists are open and, um, you know, we're we're working really quickly to work through those waiting lists so that we can help people as, as quickly as we can. You know, there are a variety of different um, screening criteria that we that we are required to you know go through when we determine if someone's eligible for the program. Income is a requirement. They do need to meet the income guidelines. Um, and it, then it really goes, depends on the program that they are applying for. Some programs might have a little bit more stringent criteria as far as background checks, rental history checks, criminal background checks. But, you know, that's all, you know, determined in our waiting list um, criteria as well as our application process. And, you know, we encourage anybody to apply and we work with as many people as we can as long as they meet those eligibility criteria. Yeah, you know, we we just heard from Sarah, who was pleasantly surprised that the waiting list wasn't that long. Is that a typical experience? Each waiting list is a little different. It really depends on the program that somebody is seeking. Some waiting lists go a little quicker than others. Um, and of course, we can't pinpoint or give a, a certain amount of time. It just depends on the program. And so it can be anywhere between two to four years for possible wait. However, we have been seeing a much less wait on our Section 8 voucher program for those that are qualifying in less than approximately six months to a year. Well, let's talk about the Section 8 voucher program, because I I think that a lot of people maybe aren't familiar with it. They've heard the term. Uh, What does that mean? The Section 8 voucher program is a program where if a family or individual is eligible for the rental assistance voucher, they take that voucher out into the community, into our service area, and they search for a rental unit within the private rental market. So they're out there, they're looking for a landlord to rent to them, applying at several apartments. And, and once they find one, if they the landlord determines that they are eligible through their screening process, and if the property is determined to be affordable under our program guidelines, Um, meets our inspection criteria, then what we can do is we can um, assist with a portion of the monthly rent to that private landlord. So the family is responsible for, you know, a percentage of their income that they pay towards their landlord each month. Then the housing authority will also make a payment to the landlord every month. With the two payments combined is what we are providing for that family to live in an affordable rental property in the private rental market. I imagine that that is so helpful and such a relief to families who uh, maybe can't make ends meet without this program. What about the landlords? Uh, are they pretty excited to to take part in this program? Is there anything special that they need to do? You know, we have really excellent partnerships with over 350 plus landlords in the Fox Valley. 
We have landlords that have worked with us for over 20 years. We have landlords that have just come on board this month working with us as a new landlord. So, you know, we work with just a wide range of landlords, property managers, property management companies that we are working with on a daily basis. And, you know, we have a really good reputation. We are a very efficient housing authority. We work with them very well so that they understand what their role is as a landlord under the program. And they know that we are partnering with them. If they if they are willing to you know work with one of our families and accept the rental assistance voucher, they know we are on their side. Um, if there's any issues or any problems, we really promote responsibility to those tenants to number one pay their rent and their utilities on time, maintain the property, and follow their lease agreements. And if there is any issues, you know we have that relationship with the landlord. That, um, you know, we work together as a team to, you know, nip it in the bud if there's any issues at all. Um, So I think that landlords are very open to working with our program. We have a good reputation. We we promote responsibility to the tenants that are on the program. And and it's a win-win for our program and for the landlords that work with us. Well, we've been uh, talking about the kind of the housing crisis across our nation, and of course, it's impacting the Fox Valley. What challenges are you seeing out there for renters? Yeah, you know, we do um, recognize the the national housing crisis, and of course, the Fox Valley is not immune to dealing with it as well. But what we like to do is we like to be innovative. We stay on top of um, the issue. We'd like to be proactive rather than reactive. We have been following this for the past two years and and we understand that you know things have have been evolving and changing. And I think what the most important thing for our agency, Appleton Housing, is to continue to evolve with those changes. We understand that um, costs are going up. We understand that landlords are going to need to increase their rents to stay with the costs that they are burdening. So, you know, we are working very diligently to be able to maintain our programming and assist as many families as we can and continue to roll with all of these ever ongoing changes that are happening. You know, there's been a lot of negativity out in the media about the housing crisis and, and different things. And I just think that that's not really bringing a solution to the problem. Uh, you know, when, when people in the Fox Valley who maybe aren't familiar uh, with the housing authority, when they hear the word housing authority, what usually comes to mind for them and what do you want them to know? You know, our main goal is to provide affordable housing in our community through, uh, you know, a various amount of programs, uh, which is our Section 8 voucher program, our largest program that we provide rental assistance in the private market. Um, But we also have public housing programs. So that's one thing I think that the community sometimes forgets is that we too are landlords. We too are dealing with the housing crisis in, in our internally because the cost for us making repairs to our own properties and things like that have skyrocketed just just as any landlord. So I think that helps us to truly understand what the landlords in our community are facing. Um, And then also, you know, I think think people forget that we do service our veterans. We have a, a VASH program, which is specifically geared towards providing rental assistance and housing stability for homeless veterans in our community. So we work very closely with the VA um, in partnering with them to provide rental assistance to our homeless veterans in our area. 
And then we also, another program that I think a lot of people do not realize that we have is a family self-sufficiency program. And that program is a program that Sarah is on. And um, it's a program that promotes independence, financial independence from all subsidy programs across the board. So we work with families to develop goals so that, you know, over a course of a five-year period of time, we are hoping that through that hard work, they've continued their education. They have bettered their employment. They have gained all the resources and skills that they need to become financially independent and move on and off of our programs. Well, and that's really better for our community as a whole, isn't it? It, it is. And, and, you know, and these families do really love to give back. They give back in a way that not only are they employed, you know, full-time employed, self-sufficient family, a lot of times they go on to home ownership and they go on to mentoring our current clients that are on the program. And they just have gained so much um, confidence. And, and they're also teaching their children. They're teaching their children of what they can accomplish. And it's just a, a way of also breaking that cycle of, of poverty in our community. Well, let's talk about some of the success stories in uh, not only a placement, but also independence. Uh, you, you know, your organization has is changing people's lives. Do you uh, have any favorite stories that you'd like to share? You know, for working with the Housing Authority over 20 years, there's so many. There's just so many. And, you know, I guess so many just stand out. But we had a family self-sufficiency graduation um, this past December where five of our families on our family self-sufficiency program graduated. And, you know, the last two years that they have been on that program has been a little bit more difficult during the pandemic. A lot of them were trying to finish schooling and some of them were college, you know, schooling. They were towards that end period. And I will talk about, you know, one of our graduates and he was um, finishing his nursing degree And so right during that pandemic, and um, so some of his clinicals, his final classes kind of got put on a halt. You know, that was, you know, really a hard time for him because it extended his time that he was unable to graduate. And so for almost a year, he was just kind of at a standstill waiting for his clinical classes to be able to, you know, start back up. And um, he never gave up. And he is the breadwinner of a family of four children and his wife. And, um, you know, just seeing him overcome that amount of stress. And when he talked about his story at the graduation, you could just see the amount of stress that he was carrying during that almost two-year period of time. He graduated with his master's and is now you know, employed at one of our hospitals here in the area. He is well beyond financial sufficiency, and he is looking forward to now just being a dad and you know, coaching his kids' soccer games and you know, just everything that the dream is. And um, he worked really hard over the last six years to make that happen. And he's just one that just stands out as soon as you ask me that question, because he really went through just a really hard time. And, and, you know, really the last two years has been difficult for a lot of our families have put a lot of their goals on standstill. And it really shows the strength that some people can have and some people can go through and come out better on the other side. Wow, that is an excellent way that that people are truly taking a a situation that maybe isn't good, but then turning it around and being positive and impacting the Fox Valley in a great way. Uh, And I imagine that you're seeing all sorts of stories like that. 
all, all over. And I will, you know, I, I really need to credit, you know, our staff and our family, our coordinators and our front people that just work every day with our clients because and our property managers, because we kind of have become almost uh, counselors to, to our families that really look to us for hope. They look to us for um, role models. They look to us for much more than what always a housing authority has to provide the financial piece of it. But but we really are an organization that goes beyond and takes that step. And we really care about the clients that we serve all the way from our veterans to our family self-sufficiency to our, you know, our seniors that live out on Ida Heights and Riverwalk Place. We really just take care of them. We help them in any way we can. Our community has a lot of resources out there. And, you know, we work hard. If we can't help them, we'll find somebody that can. Kim, how can people get a hold of you? Can you give your your website and your phone numbers uh, where people can reach you? Absolutely. So the Appleton Housing Authority has a wonderful website. Um, It's www.appletonhousing.org. That website will explain all of the programs as well as a link to apply online for any of our programs that have open waiting lists right now. Anybody that would want to contact me directly, if there's a landlord out there that has a question about um, how to get involved with our voucher program, um, my email address is kime at appletonhousing.org. My direct phone number is 920-739-6811, extension 108. All of this information is also on our website, but you know, we want people to ask us if they have questions, you know, anyone from a community member to an applicant, to a landlord, to anybody that just is interested in even getting involved as a volunteer with our program, um, simply give us a call or send us an email. And we are, we are more than happy to explain in any way that we can. Are there ways you you mentioned volunteering? What are the ways that people in the community can get involved and can support you? You know, we have we have Neighborhood Housing Incorporated, which is our nonprofit. Anybody wishing to donate directly to our programming and to our cause and for our future goals and building, they can definitely contact our executive director, Deborah Dillenberg, and she would be happy to navigate them through the, the ways that they can financially donate to our program. Anybody wishing to just give up their time or of their, their needs, we have, uh, you know, we always have different things that people can help us with as far as helping with our seniors at Oneida Heights. Donation of hygiene products for our seniors is also always a big need. Anybody wishing to donate in any way, please contact us, um, either myself or Deborah, and we will put you in the right direction on how you can help our organization. That would be great. Kim Esselman, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciated the time that you spent explaining the Appleton Housing Authority and all the wonderful resources that you have. Thank you, and I look forward to talking to you soon. We are glad you joined us for this episode of Voices from the Valley. We've got all the links to the local housing authorities and programs in our communities on our website, cffoxvalley.org. Look for the podcast link on our homepage and look for today's episode titled Rent Finding Home. Thank you for listening. You can subscribe to this podcast and get all of our episodes delivered to you on demand, sent to your computer or smart device. We'll see you next time on Voices from the Valley, a podcast of the Community Foundation for the Fox Valley Region. Mm